You're listening to the New Song Students Podcast. I'm Jackson, and I'm the student pastor at New Song Church, located in Oklahoma City. We hope this message builds your faith and helps you to know God better in a greater way today. Enjoy the message. So, y'all ready for tonight? I'm so excited. We, obviously, we're shaking things up. Um, We are continuing, we're closing the series, Same God, and there's not a message tonight. We're going to be doing a panel that I'm super excited to do in just a second. But if you are taking notes, I think you can. I think this is a good night to take notes. And every week in this series, the title of the message has has been Same Something, right? You remember that? We did Same Mind, Same Faith. Do you remember this? Anybody? Ring a bell? So tonight, if you're taking notes, if you want to take notes, the title of the panel, the message, whatever you want to call it, is Same Mission. Write that down. Same Mission. So as you guys just saw in the video we just watched, uh, this last week, our church just embarked on our first ever international missions trip. We sent uh, about 30 uh, missionaries from our church over to Puerto Penasco, Mexico. And uh, that's right, I can say that, okay? And um, they had an incredible time. God showed up in such amazing ways. And I started hearing about some of these testimonies uh, some people from the trip reached out to me, and you know, it reminded me of actually a series that we just came out of. We just did a series called Come and See. Do you remember this series? And the whole thing was about the power of your You guys are so smart. You pay attention. We talked about the power of your testimony, that we don't share testimonies enough. And if you remember, in the last week of that series, we actually had this. We had a young communicators panel. We had some of you guys come up and share your testimonies. And Out of all of the weeks from that series, I I heard the most after that message from you guys. You guys were like, that was amazing. When are we going to do it again? It was so cool seeing my friends and my peers up there. And so I just thought, man, it'd be so cool if we could have some of the people, some of the students that were at that trip be able to represent and share what God did last week. Does that sound good to you guys? So... um, the people that went on this trip, there was a, it was very diverse, lots of different ages, different types of people, some families, some students. But I'm, I'm so excited to announce that like we had so many of our students and so many of our students' leaders representing on this trip. And so uh, without further ado, we're going to start this off. Can you guys make a nice, warm New Song students welcome to the, the people who were on that trip? Come on, don't be quiet. Make some noise. Yeah, let's go. That is a good-looking group. Now, this isn't everybody. This isn't everybody. Uh, we're missing Sophia, Kaysen, and Emerald. That's right. Uh, so this isn't the whole crew that was there. This is just... Most of them, but I wanted you guys to know, I said this last week, but when I saw the pictures of the team that we sent to Mexico, I was like, dude, we weren't playing around. We sent, we sent varsity over to, we weren't sending JV to Mexico. We sent our varsity team. It was legit. So next to me, we got Gus, we got Brayden, we got Tegan, Annalisa, and then our leaders representing, we had more New Song students leaders go, but we got Ashley and my boy, Sean. So... So, hey, before we get into this panel and the water balloon fight after service, y'all excited about that? Okay, before we get to that, I think we should pray 
I think we should invite God in to speak and just to speak for these, through these guys. So would you bow your heads, close your eyes with me. Father, I just thank you so much for tonight. I thank you for the series that we've been in and how perfectly you just orchestrate everything to lead up to this, to this night, to culminate to this night where we are reminded that the same mission that they just went on, our, our, our brothers and our sisters in Christ this past week, the same mission field that they just went on, we live in right now. You have called us here. And so, God, I thank you that our testimonies, they bring power to us, they edify us, they build us up and they glorify your name. And so I lift up every single person up here tonight. Would you guys pray with these, for these people up here tonight? I thank you for my brothers, brothers and sisters in Christ. Would you give them the peace of God that surpasses all understanding? Would you fill them with boldness? And I pray that God, as we speak, as we share, um, that everybody in this room would be encouraged and, and want to go on mission and want to live boldly for you. And we invite you into this room tonight, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. amen. Okay, so here's how we're gonna do this. We'll probably just like, Pass the mic down, right? Sound good? Okay, so uh, I didn't ask you guys this question. I didn't send this to you. So this one's, you know, I got to throw in an icebreaker, okay? So, um, but my first mission trip actually was to Mexico, um, which is cool. Was, any, was it any of y'all's first mission trip? Okay, so my first mission trip was to Mexico. We went to Guanajuato, and at Guanajuato, I had the best tacos I've ever had in my entire life. I still have not had tacos that have been as good. It was the first time I had, have you guys ever had Al Pastor tacos? tacos? And uh, it's the taco where it's got a little slice of pineapple on the top. It was amazing. I still have not found one like it. So I wanted to ask you guys, what was the best thing you ate on the trip? Because it's not a mission trip unless you eat something good. So Okay, my favorite thing that we ate is it was called quesadogos or quesadogos. All right. There's no dogs in there, right? No, there's okay. no dogs. But um, it was like <laughs> it was a quesadilla in like cheese and that's in a hot dog, and there was other stuff. I don't remember it, but it was insane. Like the spices and everything and the sauce and it was. Just, it's the best thing I've nice. ever had. Nice. It's so good. Okay. What about you? Uh, my favorite was obviously the breakfast where we had donuts. <laughs> I mean. Donuts was your favorite thing in Mexico. <laughs> best ever. <laughs> nice. Okay. Tegan? So mine was also the quesadogos, but I got so sick of tacos. Like, I... <laughs> It was awful. We had tacos like 10 times. Not possible. <laughs> it was awful. It's not possible. No, it was awful. <laughs> Um, mine, we had these really good churros one night, and I don't know if it was like, it was like midnight, and I might have just been really hungry, but they were really good, so that was my favorite. Leaders, what up? What up? Um, okay, I would say my favorite was probably the first night we went to this chicken shack place, and the rice and beans were so good, and the chicken was so tender, it was amazing, so that's probably my favorite meal. Yeah, mine's the same as, the, as Ashley's. Yeah, the chicken. It was so good. Like, you could taste, like, everything about it. Like, the fire. And, yeah, it was good. The well, fire. Like, it, was, it was fire, like, uh, roasted, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That fire that roasted. Right. Nice. Okay, pass it down. Okay, these are the, now we're into the question. We're no more surprises, okay? <sighs> okay. These are the questions I sent you guys. First one I wanted to ask um, before we get into what God did, what you, how you're coming back differently. What was the most fun thing you guys did in Mexico to you? Uh, probably the beach. Um, 
we went there. I don't know what it was called, but it was just so beautiful. Um, like, we did this thing in the morning where we had, like, prayer and stuff there. And we did, like, Oceans. We sang that song, like, on the ocean. Oh, it was just God. really cool. But it was just so much fun, like, doing spike ball and stuff like that with everyone. And that and then just going to food, like, going going to eat. <laughs> um, but, like, it, the food was so great. And then, like, it was just so much fun with everybody. Like, everyone was making me laugh. And it was just such a great trip. That's awesome. My favorite thing about the trip was probably the VBS, or they called it Two Fish, literally Two Fish, um, and getting to know the people who I didn't know there, like on my team at least, like Sean Ray. But uh, I, I didn't know him. I knew of him, but I didn't know him. So it was just awesome meeting him. That created our little Three Musketeer group. Nice. Okay, there's so much, like the whole trip. But um, I really like the beach as well. Um <laughs> And I liked worshiping on the beach, and I liked, like, bonding and being at the beach. But I also liked Thursday night. Thursday night was one of the best nights I've literally ever had in my life. Wow. And we did outreach, and we did street ministry, and it was so powerful. And, like, it was amazing. And then, um, like, interacting with the kids, like he said, like, VBS is super fun. Being able to, like, play with the kids, um, that was super fun. So that was my favorite. Uh, my favorite part was also Thursday night, um, just like the outreach, and then I shared my testimony, and that was really the first time that I'd like talked in front of people, and so as nerve-wracking as that was, like it was so cool to hear about like the stories that came from that and these girls and how it affected them, and then just like going door to door, inviting people to come and stepping out of my comfort zone. That was I just really enjoyed that. Come on, it's awesome. Uh, for me, I would say the most fun thing was getting to know our team. Uh, we had age like 14 all the way up to 60. So there were just so many different types of people who've gone through all different seasons of life, um, connecting and unity and laughing about weird things and bonding over things. And God was just moving. It was just really cool to have really see a picture of the body of Christ working together different yes. ages. Amen. Uh, and then also getting to know the kids. The kids in Mexico were so cool. Um, and just so many specific stories. And we can get into those later because I know we'll have some. My favorite but. thing was seeing an Instagram post of you and Eric speaking Spanish at VBS <laughs> and running around like crazy that people. Posted somewhere? Somewhere. <laughs> I loved it, though. Eric speaks more Spanish than I do. So anyway, but it was a good time. The kids were awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think I need to sit in front of Ashley because she keeps on stealing mine. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, mine was also building relationships. Like, it was amazing getting to know everybody on the team and also people that couldn't speak English and getting to know them and and yeah just like being so tired like doing construction all day and then going back to the cabin and having just the, a blast with all the boys like talking and making jokes and everything and it was just yeah we just bonded so well and that was like definitely the funnest part for me come on um, okay next question um, I wanted to ask you guys what was the hardest part of a trip because uh, mission trips are fun but they're also hard for a lot of different reasons. They're tiring um, for some who are more shy and you're really being stretched out of your comfort zone. That can be hard. I know for me, my first mission trip was hard because they had me share my testimony in front of the church and I was like, no. Uh, and that was hard for me. Um, so I wanted to know, like, where, what was some stretching moments for you guys on this trip? What was hard? Um, and what, what did God do through that? 
Yeah, probably one of the harder moments on the trip was going door to door at Two Fish and inviting people. Um, the neighborhoods that we went to were really rough. Um, they were, you, they're just the type of neighborhood where you wouldn't feel that safe, like especially in the U.S. Yeah. Um, and so I was pretty nervous and they gave us the script and it was what we were supposed to say. I didn't, I knew what some of it meant, but we told it to them in Spanish. It was the invite. And uh, it was the group that I went with. It was me, Tondrai, Annalisa, and my mom. And so they all did great. I watched them all go door to door and they were doing fine. And then Tondrai comes up to me, he's just smiling and he's like, you ready? And I was like, <laughs> You're like, no, like, I'm watching. Uh, I, so they, the houses, they all have like fences like around them. Uh, they don't just have like a front door. And so you kind of have to go to the fence and yell pretty much. And so I went there. I was like, oh, and then uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is so weird. And then I started talking and like five people come up and I told them about the stuff. And like, I was just like, oh, that wasn't that hard. And after that, just seeing that, it was kind of little, honestly, but I felt like God was saying, like, you took those steps, and I blessed them. You know, those five people Come came on, up. Dude. And so after that, like, I wasn't scared anymore. Like, I wanted to take the phone and go up to people, and it ended up, like, really kind of changing some stuff in me to where I wasn't, like, scared to just go up and invite people to do this stuff. So, Amen, bro. Come on. Hardest part for me was waking up super early. No, I'm joking, I'm joking, joking, joking. But uh, it was probably the outreach, uh, not the VBS outreach, the outreach going into these, just this town, just nonstop going block to block to block to block and trying to go up to these people sometimes weren't there. And when you just go up to a, like a, they didn't have, they had gates that you had to go to before you could go to a door. And so basically just going to one of the gates and just going, hola, and no one shows up, it gets pretty awkward. <laughs> but just going up to every single door, just going, hola, buenos tardes, it's just, it's kind of nerve-wracking. So that, that was also kind of the hardest part for me. But Okay, so the hardest part for me was I got dehydrated um, on Thursday, okay, so it was Wednesday in the afternoon, and then I drank water, and I had Gatorade, and I felt better, but then I got dehydrated, and then, like, right before we were about to go to outreach, I felt awful, um, but then Dr. Ash gave me this IV stuff, so I guess it wasn't, it was hard for a little bit, but it was very tiring um, the last day, um, but I felt better, so that was that was a good thing. That was God. Um, and then being able to speak to the kids um, and having a translator, it's not as easy as it would seem because you can't really – like, I tried talking English to him, them. Like, you're not going to understand me. Like, what? But um, just, like, talking to them, so. Um, for me, the hardest part was honestly coming home. Like, the whole mission really? trip was so much fun, and, like, getting up early does hard, but, like, it wasn't terrible. Um, but then when I got home, it was kind of like a culture shock, like, just seeing how much we have, and it yes. just, like, 
I got home from the airport and I saw all of my stuff and I just started crying. I was like, I have so much and I'm like so mm. ungrateful sometimes. And wow. so it's just like hard because I wanted to be there instead of here. And so just like readjusting and setting my focus as like this is my mission field and this is where I can make a difference. Come on. That was probably the hardest part for me. Preach that. That'll preach. Good. I hope you guys are taking some notes right there. <laughs> uh, for me... Right before leaving for the trip, I got some really tough news um, with my family. And I am like literally hours before we left for the trip. And so I came in to the trip just feeling like I was carrying a lot on my shoulders. And the whole time I was like, no, I'm here to do ministry. I'm going to shove it down. I'm going to keep pursuing God and, you know, talk to people, pray for people. And like it wasn't going away. And then I had this realization that I was fighting so hard, whatever was happening at home, that it was honestly taking away, number one, from the ministry that I was doing, but also I had to realize that God was also wanting to do to minister to my heart while I was there. And so um, that was like hard at first, but once I realized that, then I was like, oh wait, I'm not doing this alone. And as God ministers to my heart, I'm able to pursue people better and love on people better. So yeah, that's for me. Amen. Sean. So the hardest part for me was having self-control with food, because <laughs> like, it was it was all so good, and I just I felt like a glutton every single night. I was just like, oh, like Lord, please forgive me. Like, like it was we ate a lot, and it was good. But uh, the hardest part wasn't building that house, and no, that was all easy. Like, no, so it was I, the eating part. Yeah. No, but I, I, but really the one of one of the another hard part because it really that was hard for me, like having self-control, but. Another hard part was... We can pray for you, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) We've got ultra ministry after service. (laughs) But another hard part was, like, I'm usually really adaptable. And, uh, like, that got stretched a little bit down there. Just be like, hey, Sean, we need you in kids. Hey, Sean, we need you over here. Like, hey, we need you over here. And it's like, okay, like, bam, bam. Like, doing each thing and, like, trying to memorize things real quick and, like, all that kind of stuff. And it was just like, it was... Sometimes it could be overwhelming, but it wasn't... It only got really overwhelming when I thought about myself. And uh, that was, like, the... That was like God was actually showing me stuff like that too. It was just like, just kind of selfishness stuff. But it was like, uh, yeah, like I'm here for, here to serve, and like that really is my heart. So, yeah, just even getting further into adaptability and stuff like that, it was it was good. Yeah, dude. Amen. All right, y'all. Next question. How are we feeling? We feeling good? Yeah. All right, Gus. You can start off. What was something that you think you felt like you saw God do on this trip? Maybe it was in you, maybe it was in the kids you guys ministered to or your team. What was something you saw God do on this trip? Yeah, something that I saw God do was, it was the Thursday night when we were doing the outreach and I was go- supposed to do my testimony. Um, I did it, it was kind of my story that I said here about how I went to camp and God called me to follow him. So I did that with a translator, it was really cool. And then my mom did a message or a testimony. And then they had altar call. And I wasn't supposed to go up and, like, be there for the prayer. But I felt like God was saying there's someone you're supposed to pray for. And so I was so hesitant at first. I was like, no, I don't know. But he was like, go and get a translator, and I'll show you who to pray for. So like, okay. And so I went to, there's this kid named Manny. And he spoke Spanish and English. And so I was like, hey, can you help translate with me? And he said, I feel like I was supposed to go with you to pray. Confirmation. And so I was like, That's all right, awesome. nice. And so, like, I turned around and I saw, like, 
kind of God highlighted this girl. She was like 50. Her name was Olivia. And I started walking to her. And then Tegan's mom, Shannon, comes up. And I, like, we met at, like, the exact same time. So, like, oh, that's pretty awesome, too. And so I told Manny, I was like, tell her that I feel like God has you on his heart. Is there anything, like, you want prayer for? And so I said that. And he said it to her. And she started crying. And she really opened up that she had some stuff going on with her health, with her kids. And we were able to pray for her. And it really was, like, just so powerful. And after it was done, I just felt like God saying, well done, my good and faithful servant. Come on, dude. Amen. So what I kind of got out of that was, you know, you can take those steps, and God's going to bless you in them. So that's what I got. Come on, dude. Being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. All right, BB. What was the question again? <laughs> I could see the, those the gears turning. What did you see God do? That's right. Uh, on Wednesday during our VBS, I was given the task to lead worship that day. And I got to see on our second song, it was our slow song. I got to see, I went down on my knees just praising the Lord, just pra- praising him during uh the song, and I just see these other kids falling to their knees too. And so I just, I feel like I saw God open up their heart, or they opened up their heart to his knots so that, they, so that he could be brought into them to where they could change his life, change their lives. And then going to pray for them afterwards, going to pray for them was just amazing. Because you don't realize, like how Annalisa said, you don't realize how much you have until you go over to them and you talk to them and you realize they have so little compared to what you have. So it's just awesome seeing those kids. Amen, dude. So I have more on the personal side what God um, did for me. So, um, So... I was praying one night, and we were supposed to do a six-minute prayer, and God, I was, I've never prayed for someone that's something that, or like out loud in front of multiple people for six minutes, and so it's like you can talk in front of people, but you, it's harder to pray, and so I really felt God speak to me through that, and it was so, so cool um, how God spoke to me through that, and then Gus came up to me afterwards and was like, you pray like my mom. And that was a statement that, like, blew me away. Like, I was like, that is awesome. She is someone I look to up to so much. Like, she is amazing. And I was like, okay, that's cool, but I'll, like, I'll never be something like that. Like, I can try to get to that point, but... It's not going to happen. But then at dinner that night, she wasn't there because she was at a church thing. But she goes, yeah, if you want to see 14-year-old me, look at Tegan. Wow. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And Courtney, we took a day, like our last day, to speak into people, give a word to other people. And she was like, I know that you think you'll never do this, like you'll never become this. But she has the same God you have. And so you can do everything that she has. And you can, yeah. And then there was another thing. So Kaysen, Kaysen went to NOLA 
with us. And that day where we spoke over each other, he was like, I see you as a star, and you're the only star in the galaxy, and you're going to be a light to your friends. And that changed my perspective on that going forward. But then he came back and he talked to me about me being like the sun and like shining my light on everything in these vibrant, beautiful colors. And then on Saturday, he actually came up to me and he was like, hey, can I talk to you a second? He pulled me and my mom aside and we're like, I have a word for you. I cannot exp- I, I can't tell you what it means, but um, I have a word for you. And he was like, I see this hallway of torches. And he was like, okay, that's all I can tell you. So that's something, it's something that God will do in the future. And I'm still waiting for that and hoping for that and praying for that. But um, I know that's good. There's something that's going to come out of that. And that something's going to be God and it's going to be amazing. Amen. Come on, Tegan. Yeah, you guys can make some noise for that. Um, for me, I think that I just saw God move through like unity because we went down to this church and they don't even speak our language. They're in another country. And it was just like, we had kind of like the title of like tonight, like we had the same mission and we have the same God. And it was just really cool to see like they worshiped in Spanish and then they worshiped in English, but like we all worshiped together the whole time. And so it was just, like, really amazing to see God show up in that and be, like, noticing how, like, it doesn't matter who you are or where you are or what language you speak. Like, the Holy Spirit is still there, and he's still going to move, and that he can move through you to someone that doesn't even speak your language. So. Come on. Amen. It's the body of Christ, baby. Yeah. All right, Ashley. Um, so while I was there, for the most part, I did not do construction. I was mainly in the kids area. So I hung out a lot with kids, like VBS with kids, um, kids services at church, both Sunday and Wednesday. And then we did leadership kids. I was with kids a lot in Mexico. Um, so it was just really special because I really felt like I saw the Lord move a lot through the kids. Uh, and one story specifically, our first Sunday, we were at church, and Eric and I decided to sit down. There were two little girls in the front, so we were like, let's go talk to them. But Eric, of course, is the one who knows Spanish, so he's doing most of the talking, and I was just, like, smiling at them. Um, anyway, we're talking to them, and all, this, all of a sudden, there's this other girl who comes up behind the two, and um, I, like, am so hard, like, trying to get across a message to her in Spanish, and once I finish, it takes me a minute to say it. And then once I finish, she goes, yeah, I know English. <laughs> and I was like, but you know, when, when a kid in Mexico tells you they know English, you start thinking, okay, they know English, but they probably don't know it really well. So then I go, oh, hi, my name is Ashley. <laughs> she goes, no, like, I really know English. <laughs> anyway, I say all of that to preface Um, Her name was Angel, and I hung out with her basically every day of the whole week. Everybody here probably knows who Angel is. Um, But what was really cool is at the very beginning of the week, I obviously, like I said, don't know very much Spanish. And so um, when we were in the Sunday school classroom, 
we were um, asking the kids, you know, come up for prayer. And there they're not um, used to coming up for prayer like we do here. So they kind of just sit there and stare. And so we, we made it a point, okay, we're going to have to go out and start laying hands, you know. So we do. We start doing that, but obviously can't speak uh, Spanish. So Angel just always happened to be next to me. And I would be like, hey, I'm trying to, like, say something. Do you mind helping me? Um, and so she would help me translate throughout the week, but very, like, little amounts. Well, as the week progressed, uh, and again, literally every day I was praying with Angel. She's walking around the room with me. But what was so cool is by the end of the day, or by the end of the week, I didn't have to ask Angel anymore to help me pray. Like, she was there and ready to translate. And I say this to say, like, I feel like the Lord really raised up, like, little leaders on this trip. And um, it, it was just so cool. <laughs> I would, like, finish praying for someone, and she'd be like, okay, where are we going next? And here's the deal. Yes, I was saying the prayer, but she was the one communicating to the other kids. And she has influence in that classroom. And so it was just cool to realize, like, after, like, our team leaves, there are, like, little leaders in here who are going to make an impact Amen. and have an influence on their classrooms. Um, so that blessed me. There are so many great kid stories from this trip, but I'll leave it there so that Sean can tell his story. Yeah, Angel, she was a spunky girl. Like, I remember we did, like, this skit one time in the kids, and uh, after we were done, she was like, hey, you did really good, but uh, just next time, work on your breathing. And I was like, <laughs> I was like okay. Dang. I was like, okay, Angel, thank you. <laughs> she was. <laughs> Shout out to Angel. She was funny. But uh, how I saw God move was also in unity. Like, in our team, it was amazing. Like, like Ephesians 4, 4, 4, 3, it starts with, like, make every effort effort to keep the uniness of, un- oneness of the spirit. And, uh it goes on to say like one faith, one church, one hope, like all this oneness. And, uh, and I felt like our team did so good at that. And it was like, like, honestly, I just, we, I felt unstoppable with everybody. Like, it was just like, we're after the same mission, like we're after the same thing. And like, we're all going after in love. Like, it was just like, it was a beautiful thing. And like, it just brought so much, like, brought, yeah, brought so much oneness and like, just brought God into every situation. It was, it was beautiful. Like when, when we're all like one body, like the feet working, the legs working, all that, it was like, man, God, like you're the head and you're making this whole thing move. And it was beautiful. Like, I love and that, also man. the, like us being one with the other church and us just like getting alongside of them, helping them out, whether it was with construction or whether it was with, uh, yeah, just doing the Thursday night outreach, building all that stuff and going out and getting door to going door to door. It was just like, we all just came together and it was yeah, oneness. It was amazing. I love that, man. Okay, we got two more questions, but this next one, I kind of want to shotgun it, okay? So just like quicker answers, because I want to get to the last one, okay? So this next question is, uh, what what did you learn about God on this trip, specifically? Um, on this trip, uh, this is kind of about God, and it's a little bit personal, but I learned that, like, he's the same God everywhere. So, like, I feel like sometimes when I picture heaven, I picture new song and like Bible characters. And we went there and they had worship and they do like most of it in Spanish. They do like a chorus, like part of it in English and then to go back to Spanish. And so like when everyone, when you're just worshiping in a different language, it's kind of like, feels kind of weird, but it's just so powerful at the same time. And I was just thinking like, you know, the kingdom of God is not just new song. It's everywhere it's in Mexico it's in you know all these countries and 
it just really taught me that like he moves the same for us at New Song as he does in Penasco Christian Fellowship. So that's kind of what I learned. Amen. Dang it, yes. Gus, that was my answer. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Because I literally had almost word for word on that, except the last part. But uh, like, like Gus said, it was the same God. Like when I, I'm used to only him being like, I used to only think when I was like little, little, that he's only in America, that just because he can only speak English. But when I went to Mexico, and when I was nine, I went to Haiti for a mission trip, but mostly in Mexico. Uh, I got to actually see what it's like to have a different language or like with God speaking in different languages and him showing people that aren't America and that are native to Mexico that he's the same here. He's the same in Puerto Penasco. He's the same in Haiti. He's the same everywhere. And so it was kind of crazy that you stole my answer. <laughs> the Holy Spirit does that sometimes. Okay, so I learned a lot about how praying changes things. Like, it's insane. Because half of the group went to a, the church and half of the group prayed. And they there was... the things happen because we were praying, like amazing things happen. So praying is very, very important. And I know you, I I can come up and say this so many times, Pastor Jackson can say that, all the pastors can say that, but it really does. Like until you experience something that praying changes something, it's, it's going to change your, like it's going to rock your world. It's going to change your world. Yes. Shout out, come to pre-service prayer. Come to midweek prayer. We want to see you there this summer. Ana Lisa? Um, I just learned a lot about God's heart and, like, how he cares so much about his people. Because when you're serving people, it really just changes your outlook. Like, we're serving pretty much 24-7 with the exception of going to the beach. Like, every single minute was planned, which was so great because we got to do so much for people. But it just really opens your eyes to see, like, when Jesus came to earth, like, he was always serving people, and he was always, like, looking for people and seeing people, and so it just taught me a lot about, like, asking God, like, let me see these people how you see them, and for me to be able to just, like, pour into people after filling myself up, it just showed me, like, both sides of God, and that was just kind of cool. For me, the Lord reminded me that, like, I have access And what I mean by that is even today, Pastor Sarah was praying about compassion. And that's something we really talked about on our trip about when Jesus, like when he saw people, like he felt compassion and that oftentimes led him to do really bold works. Um, And so reminding myself, like the Lord reminded me so much that like we have access to that same compassion that Jesus had for people and not just compassion because we can have a lot of compassion and feel bad for someone, but compassion that leads to boldness that actually leads you to talk to somebody and leads you to have, or like that compassion that's deep inside of you that leads you to um, be bold in your faith. So just re- reminding myself that I have that access, not just in Puerto Penasco, but like here in America and every day, so. Uh, what was the question again? What was the question? What did you learn about God? Oh, okay, I learned about God. I think it was a, a refresher on how much God is wanting to move through us and, uh, 
us just saying yes and being willing and taking that step of faith. But yeah, I saw it in the students. I saw it in our whole team. It was just like, it's like, wow, God, like you really do move through people and you, you love people. You love, uh, you know, people that don't know you through people and like, just, you just do everything through us. So it's like, it's, it's fun, like partnering with him. And it was kind of just a, a great refresher of, Hey, like God's wanting like his great name known. And like, and it's a beautiful name. So like, let's get it out there and just be surrendered. Amen, bro. Can y'all handle one more question? We feeling good? Okay. I want to invite the keys to come up as we get ready to close. Last question for you guys is how are you coming back home differently than you left for this trip? So coming back home differently, I want to be more like bold with my faith. Um, so like just observing people on the mission trip, like, you know, Brayden, you and Tegan are so like outgoing with everyone. Like I saw that two fish, you guys just start off just, you know, you're so kind to those kids. And I was, I just was, I saw that and I was like, I want to be like that for them. And so I've been really challenging myself to be like more bolder with people and like my faith and um, like even seeing like my mom outside of the church setting, going just up to people on the walk and like asking if they need prayer. And I was just like, I, I like, I want to be like this. Like this is just so cool. And, um, like, I've never been, like, the biggest invite people to church. You know, when I get the cards, I'll pass out one. And I don't, like, I wish I do better at it. And that's what I'm challenging myself to do is to, um, like, be bolder about um, just sharing faith and just prayer and stuff like that. So. Yeah, dude, that's so good. A lot like my other answer is uh, knowing that he's the same God wherever you go. And also, I'm coming back differently, being more grateful. And like Gus said, watching you and Tegan, it's been inspirational, dude. Like, you guys just going over there, like, you with your, you, you with your coming up with your testimony, and just you. For, you, you just not caring what other people think there. It was just truly inspirational seeing how everyone in our group, they were so ready. Like they were so ready to go over there. And even if there was a language barrier, they just tossed that aside. They were just like, okay, yeah, so what? We don't speak, we speak different languages. I'll still pray for you no matter what. And it was just really cool seeing how everybody is just, they just move in, like how Sean was saying, that we are just this one group ready to give out God's will and ready to do his will because he put it in our heart for us to do that and we don't want to waste that. Okay. Since they two shout, shout me out, so I, got to, I get to shout them out. Words, guys, okay. <laughs> so, Brayden, you... You just praying for that kid, you just having the boldness to like worship in front of all these kids, getting on your hands and knees is so amazing. And then Gus, I know you said that you struggle with boldness, but oh my goodness, I've seen you change so much, 
so much. And it was amazing to, because I knew you more from New Orleans, but being able to see y'all grow, especially you guys, because I didn't know you very much before. It was so cool. And then, um, especially with praying for people and having the boldness to do that, um, and just listening to what God, that boldness was like the word of the week. And <laughs> being like, just listening to what God um, wants you to do and doing that, not thinking twice about it, just going straight for it. And then um, I have a story. So Joel came up to me before and was like, I can see you building this foundation for you to grow this big building um, on. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, let's do this. But then as the week progressed, I felt like I wasn't getting anywhere. Um, and I felt like how you build a building is you dig it down and then you put a foundation on it and then you build the building. And I grew and I like dug deeper with God when I was in New Orleans, but I was just stuck in this hole until Thursday where I got to pray for people. I got to pray for a man on the street. I got to pray for these little kids, for health and their families. And I was just on fire for God. And then Sophia um, came and she just, she prayed with me and like laid down this foundation for me to grow this building. Um, and it was so cool. And so I'm coming back with I don't know if y'all realize this, but I was very shy and I wasn't very into church before in New Orleans. And then I came back a totally different person. Now I'm coming back a totally different person again. Amen. Come on. So <clears throat> for me, it's just like, I just want to serve people. Like, I don't know. I've always had... Um, kind of a call to missions and for a while I just kind of put it on the back burner of my life and I was like this is for like another time like this isn't for now maybe when I'm out of college or you know when I have a career or once I have a family and going on this mission trip has really just brought it back up for me and like realizing that like the mission field isn't just in another country. I think that a lot of times we're like, oh, we live in America. Everyone knows who Jesus is. But the thing is, just because someone knows who Jesus is doesn't mean they know Jesus. And Amen. so come on. it's just like remembering like that this is my mission field too and that um, God has people for me here to pour into. And um, so I'm just coming back with kind of a new fire for that and like just like, like a revival in my heart, like just ready to go serve people and to share the gospel with them and just to be a light. So good. All right, Ashley and Sean, take us home. Take us home. <laughs> okay, so this might sound a little cheesy, but I feel coming back that the Lord has given me a new song, like physically in my spirit, a new song. I think about um, David in Psalms when he says, that he has a new song and a hymn of praise. I feel like a refreshing of his spirit, a refreshing of his joy, of his peace, of his kindness, of his love. Um, you know, a lot of times we come back from camps or mission trips and we're on this like high 
you know, we're like all in. I want to read my Bible more. I want to pray more. I want to serve more. And we have this like long list of to-do items that we just want to accomplish because we love the Lord so much. And those things are so good. But this time around for me, I feel that God just given me like a deeper desire for him that will allow those things to happen. Like I have this desire, this new song where I just want, I just want more of him. So yeah, that's, that's kind of where I, what I feel like the, the Lord taught me and what I'm coming back with is a new song of praise. So good. Yeah, mine is, uh, I thought I was bold before. And then after this trip, I like realized once again, I was like, wow, I really got complacent. Like I got complacent in, you know, just going out and talking to people or uh, praying for people. And it was just like, I was like, oh, why Lord? Like, and I, I think it was just kind of like, I forgot like how much Jesus loves people. And like, I kind of wasn't realizing that for myself, just like how much he loves me. And it's like, oh my gosh, Lord, like you love me this much. Like you love people that much. And it's like, man, I want people to know this. And uh, it kind of just got like rekindled again in me. And like, like, and if you guys are ever having trouble with boldness, like get a, like just hang out with people that are like-minded, like get together with people that are, you know, going after the same thing as you guys. Like I've seen it with Gus and Braden, and like even when we were on the streets, like uh, Eric and I, when we were going out, it was just, it made things so much easier, like going, praying for people, talking with people when I had a, like a brother with me. And, uh, and yeah, and even it's like done so well, like, like, like today I was on a walk and uh, saw someone and I was like, oh, what's up, man? How you doing? And he was like, he's like, oh, doing good. He's like, or he said, uh, you guys are probably doing a lot better than me. And I was like, what do you mean? And he like lifted up his shirt and he had like this heart monitor, blood pressure cuff on and everything. And I was just like, oh shoot. I was like, yeah, I'm definitely doing better than you. And then, uh, but uh, it was like, but like the whole compassion thing, like I was just like, man, Lord, like you love this guy and you, you want to see him healed. And uh, like my buddy was like trying to ask him like, oh, what's going on? Like blah, 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 this and that. And I was like, man, can I pray for you, please? And he was like, no, no, like I'm good. I don't need any prayer. And I was like, I was like, no, like seriously, I was like, you obviously have something wrong. I was like, let me just lay a hand on you. I was like, this is what my Bible says. I was like, and I was like, it's, Come on, it's man. Uh, it, you lay hands on the sick and they will recover. I was like, let me just put a hand on you. And he's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. And he started making like weird jokes. And I was like, I was like, no, man. I was like, look at me dead in the eyes. I was like, let me put my hand on you and just pray in Jesus name real quick. I was like, two, two words. That's all I need to say. And like, I was just like, after that, I was just like, what in the world? Like, I was like, yeah, Jesus. Like, like it was just, it was the boldness. Like, it was just like the, like, I, like, I know this is possible. I know this can happen. I know this is what yes. you want, Lord. Like, like there's just no doubt, but like, yeah, like boldness was definitely like a, a thing that is, yeah, just came back with me. It was Amen, beautiful. Amen, dude. I'm so encouraged. Can we make some noise for these guys? You guys are dismissed. That was amazing. Come on, make some noise for them. That was incredible. I'm so encouraged. In fact, I, I think there's a certain way we need to respond to this. I want to invite you guys to stand up. I want to invite my leaders to come up to, to the front. Uh, maybe after this, you're feeling like, man, I want to go on a mission trip. Like, I want to go on the next mission trip opportunity. And my encouragement to you is, yeah, like, definitely try and get onto our next trip that we do as a church. But, uh, and you know, Annalisa actually stole what I was going to preach at the end of this. But this is our mission field. Like, 
go on the next mission trip if you can, but everybody from that trip is coming back with the realization that the city that we live in is our mission field, that New Song Church exists to be a mission field for our city. Uh, somebody posted a picture of the church in Mexico at the gates as you walked out, some, it painted on top of the gate, it said, you are now entering the mission field as they left their church. And that's how it is here. Every time we leave this church, we are entering into the mission field. Your friends, the teams that you play on, your school, you're called to be bold in those areas for Jesus. And so maybe that's something you struggle with. Maybe that's something you wanna do more of. I think this is a great opportunity for us to respond and to ask God to give us that boldness. But if you don't have that need, if you just want prayer for anything at all, man, if it matters to you, it matters to God, and we would love to pray with you tonight. So as we get ready to close, I want you to lift your hands with me. And if you have a prayer need of any kind, you can start making your way down.